0: Do you like supporting artists? Do you like nerdy things like dungeons and dragons? Then Co-op Creations SD is the store for you. You can find adorable dragons, menacing mind flares, and jealous jelly cubes to accompany you on your adventures. Need a way to safely transport your math rocks? Then their homemade dice bags will keep your click clacks warm. Stop on by their Etsy page soon as stock is limited. Welcome back to Season 2 of Campaigns of the Plains. This is Episode 28. Um, so, who would like to recap?
1: Oh, I got this. I got this. So fresh in my mind, we just played. Uh...
2: <laughs> just talked about this.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so here's what we got for notes. Ilar sent out spies to figure out where we're heading next, where we're needed next. And he told us that it would take about a week. So we have a week to, like, I don't know, chill or whatever. Um, And he knew the Grand Maester wasn't dead this whole time. So, you know, that's... He's somewhere safe is all he told us, apparently. (laughs) I don't remember this. Um, Okay. Oh, we got some new things. Uh, White staff that does stuff. Black staff also does stuff. I wrote what they did down, but I'm not going to... call it a
3: white staff. But
1: I'm not going to uh, tell you what they do, because watch the episode. Um, We also got Libra's eye bangles uh, that require attunement, um, and Becky and I each took one. They do stuff too. Watch the episode again. You'll find out what they do. Um, And then Becky, Din, and Ellie went to hunt a bear, Uh, and we met Gregory the Beastmaster Huntmaster, and we went to find a bear, and the bear was in the den, and it was dead. But it's okay because it had four living babies, and we took one of them and named him Mole. And it's a dire baby bear, so it is in fact the size of a regular bear. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, I I got a new mentor at the end of the episode who is also a vision summoner. And that's what I wrote down. <laughs> and uh, that, that's it. I feel like I missed some things, but that's what I wrote down. The title of my notes is Don't Tell the Bear. That's what I got.
0: Right. Uh, it's pretty confusing, yes. Uh, is, Travis, do you want to clean that up a bit? We, we usually have you clean it up a bit.
1: Wow, I'm clean.
3: Yeah. Oh, let's not use the word clean. That's a little...
4: <laughs> Are you offended?
3: <laughs> well, not appropriate. But that's another story for another time, boys. <laughs> right? Different story. I, yeah. I point at a monitor <laughs> that's not at <Yeah>. <laughs> I point there. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I think they're below
3: you, so, actually. Are they? Are they Jan Brady? Wait, I
1: don't I'm know what the, like, the yeah, yeah, order yeah, is. Oh, so, nice. Jan Brady.
3: oh you're okay, sending. They're, they're by hey, you. They're, uh,
0: they're for those listening so. in on the um, podcast, uh, watch us on YouTube. Uh,
4: yeah, <laughs> then you can see us pointing.
3: I each think other. they're verse,
0: but I don't want
4: to take a things. So not to clean it up, but to maybe clarify some certain point.
0: Oh okay, uh, we, yes,
4: we um kind of were just picking up after the big party after uh, defeating Garuda and uh, pushing uh, the bad cops out of town, essentially. And uh, we, the girls, um... Returned their dresses to the dressmaker who had loaned them out the night. Uh, specifically, Becky and uh, Milos went to the dressmaker. Um, the dressmaker was back from where Milos came from, and she had a fascination with it, and made a bargain with a, a Becky that the girls could keep their dresses for a lock of hair. Naturally, Becky was like, yeah, for whatever," <laughs> and. <laughs> So that happened. But then, yes, uh, the girls did go out and uh, hunt a bear. And along the way, made some friends, uh, including Gregor, the Huntmaster, and uh, little baby Maul, uh, who is um, in his new ward. Uh, and uh, then, uh, oh yes, Marquis also met the weird gnome alchemist. Uh, William? Yes, William. And he likes to say,
0: drink it! Um, drink it? Drink it.
4: Drink it.
2: Oh, yeah, this is all coming back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying
3: Dion.
4: Um, and uh, I, I believe Marquis made off with a lot of new uh, alchemy items. Uh, and uh, we kind of left off there, uh, looking forward to a week of downtime, I believe, uh, while we. um, our allies were gathering information about um, what the enemy forces were doing, and we were making appropriate preparations and getting ready to travel again.
0: Sounds about right to me. So, we will pick up on the next day. The light creeps into the living space of Elar's. You guys have not quite procured any type of lodgings for yourselves hopping to... to what
1: why would we need to
0: <laughs> and now you know why you have not procured any uh, type of lodging because uh, ellie would just rather you know stay with her <coughs> former summoner teacher um but anyway light creeps in um starts to spread inside this tree abode reaching some of you starting to warm you shake you from rest Ellie, the sun's up. It looks like the sun's been up.
1: Oh, goodness, I think. Uh, for a it's a while. beautiful morning. Uh, oh, I think I'll have some coffee. I'm going to go make coffee for everyone. Poppy's just like bouncing at the door, like looking concerned. Did she's think Poppy? She can hear Poppy in her head go, "We have a meeting at dawn," which was like an hour ago. <laughs> oh. oh. Shit. And then she just like runs. Like she's not even she hasn't even gotten dressed. She's still in, like, her her pajamas. Sure. Night-night um, dress. She grabs, like, a robe off of the chair and flips it on. And then just, like, starts taking off with Poppy bouncing behind her. All right. You guys all hear the door go whack <laughs> as it slams shut behind her.
0: And that definitely wakes up uh, a majority of you. But, yes, uh, Ellie, you are off to the races making for um, the center of town where... The mysterious letter that was delivered to you via Tonberry um, arrived yesterday told you to meet with your new teacher.
1: Poppy, why didn't you wake me up? I told you to wake me up!
0: Poppy, like, trying to trot and keep up with you just kind of gives you an annoyed look. What?
1: <laughs> I, I told you! Before dawn! We needed to go! And you said you'd wake me up!
0: And, like, you look at, like, your arm... And you see, like, little tiny teeth marks where she had tried to, like, wake you up by, like, biting you in different places.
1: Oh. <laughs> um, well, I just, I stayed up really late reading a really good book. So, you know, I got distracted, and it was a really good part. So, you know, it's, it's fine. She Maybe she's still there.
0: So, you make your way past the din of this, not city, but smaller town. Definitely not the capital but you are reminded along the way as you start to smell the morning bread uh, being sold in the marketplace that you have not eaten I stopped, at all I either. For bread. What? I stopped for bread. You stopped for bread? I
3: definitely stopped for bread.
0: All right. I'm running. I'm And then I go, oh,
1: is that pumpernickel?
0: And you see um, <laughs> uh, a tiny Makote woman uh She is putting out fresh loaves, and she says, "Oh no, this is uh my uh, cinnamon raisin bread." Cinnamon
1: and raisins. I'll take two. (laughs) Is
0: that no to cinnamon raisin or no to juice? No to juice. Don't you (laughs) juice, (laughs) boys? Just say no,
3: girls. Just say no to juice. Say no to juice.
0: (laughs) I'm forty, and I made bad
3: decisions in my life since I was about nineteen. Juice is number three.
0: 25. Oh, 25. Oh, I'm 25. I'm sure How 25. How old am I? 25. 25. I've made decisions 25. the past,
3: like, five years. <laughs> yeah, and Juice you. is <laughs> one of <laughs> us. <Juice. laughs> I finished it, though. I did the juice. The juice is loose. Juice challenge. The juice is loose. Hashtag juice challenge. it with the summer edition Red Bull, though? I approve. Hey, Christian. Are we getting please, paid? Uh, in, in post, add
4: a little, like, Shooting star that says the more you know about Eric. <laughs> yeah, there we also,
3: go. Also, D-
1: spawn, guys.
3: <laughs> ate a whole bag of popcorn, so I am a little shiny.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, uh, back in character. I'll take
0: two. All right, she starts like uh, getting them wrapped up in uh, a little cloth for cat you.
1: Bouncing around beside me, she she is
0: bouncing, misses. but she is like trying to get your attention and like like hitting you wait, with her wait, head.
1: Wait, do you have treats? Do you have cat treats?
0: And she just, like, keeps hitting your head, and she's like, I make bread. What cat treats?
1: I, I, I rip off a little piece of the bread that I just bought and give it to Poppy.
0: She's not even, like, that's no, not that's what she's after. <laughs> what? That's not what she's after. She's, like, bouncing her head off of your shins and, like, wrong? looking what? behind you.
1: What? What? What is What's wrong? Are you okay? Uh, I pick Poppy up. It's okay. I know.
0: She, like, struggles to get out boy, of your arms you and, like, just jumps out ready? of your arms and then, like, You're not a
1: real cat.
3: Kick <laughs>
0: She, like, is, like, now, like, pointer dog pointed, like, behind you. Turn around. You see standing there uh, a woman with what may have once been flame red hair and kind of this almost pink complexion to her skin. She is standing with her arms kind of behind her back and staring daggers into you. She is dressed in these fine uh silver robes with green trim and she has horn on her head and you see now standing at her feet by her side the same familiar tonberry
1: Hmm. i think i've seen you somewhere before i ignore her but leaning down to the tonberry hello uh, would you like some bread i just bought some i grab my loaves of bread
0: as you're, like, as you turn around to grab your loaves and pay for your loaves of bread and everything, uh, you turn long enough, but you turn back to uh ask the Tonberry if he would like some bread, and the Tonberry is already, like, at your feet, like, with a, a really weird swiftness compared to how he left last night. Oh, you're fast. And he has this this little little kitchen knife in his hand.
1: Oh, perfect for cutting the bread. I hold the bread down.
0: And he, like, (laughs) stabs one of your fingers. You take Oh my god! You take two points of piercing damage.
3: I, excuse me. That
0: would be a cutco knife. That was a sharp knife. It
3: hurt. Your tongue very
1: hurt me.
0: You're late. For
1: what?
3: Wait,
1: I know this. Wait, I know, I have an answer to this. Wait, are you? Did I write down a name? I don't have a name. Follow me. You're the summoner I was supposed to meet at dawn. I'm late, but I have bread
3: for you.
0: <laughs> she just like turns to the side and starts walking, and the Tonberry like turns around and starts doing a little slow waddle to follow her.
1: Poppy, why didn't you tell me she was behind me? <laughs>
0: and Poppy just looks at you like exasperated.
1: Oh, we better be on our best behavior today. <laughs>
0: And she's like looking at you like, yeah. (laughs) So are you following this woman? I
1: cinch up my robe a little better and I go, oh no, I forgot my summoner horn. I hope I don't need it. (laughs) Papa, did you by chance? No, probably not. Okay, let's keep going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you follow this woman and she actually uh, ends up Leaving one of the gates, like going out of the eastern city oh, gates.
1: Outside, oh, I like to have my feet, and I'm just wearing slippers. Oh dear, they're heeled slippers,
5: obviously.
0: Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and she hasn't said a single word or even acknowledged that you were even following. No I'm matter just, I'm how much her, you
1: like, just quietly eating my bread
0: a little bit of a crunch to it because of the outer. <laughs> once
1: in a while, I'm like, mm, "This is really good. <laughs> I offer Poppy a piece.
0: She continues to walk for a, a solid 10 minutes until you see this small cottage home uh, set back into this. It's not even like a horse path or a road or anything like that. It is literally a footpath that just barely breaks through uh, the shrub of coverage.
1: Do you live here? Or is this like a vacation home?
0: Still no acknowledgement as she walks towards the cottage. She
1: probably lives here. Yeah. Could be. be. Oh, is it a rental?
0: She reaches the cottage and she finally turns around and she just kind of like looks you up and down and just sighs. This isn't
1: my normal everyday wear. I just, I didn't have time to get dressed. So I, and my slipper, I'm sorry. (laughs) Hoppy tried to wake me up. I point to my arm. But I... I, See, I was reading this really good book. It's about my friend.
0: Enough. But he's really famous. Enough.
1: Okay. I've almost finished the second volume. Enough. Okay.
0: (laughs) You're a failed summoner who can somehow summon visions.
1: Yes. I'm glad we're on the same page here.
0: And let me guess, these visions just magically appear.
1: Well, um, I mean, I summoned them a little. Oh.
0: Yes, I suppose that that is what you have going for you. You managed to summon something, and you're pretty proud of it. I
1: mean, I've summoned Poppy. She's alright. Right, Poppy?
0: She alright. <laughs> <laughs> she She <ain't>. alright. <laughs> and this woman standing before you says, You give... No thought to this at all. When you first summoned a vision, you didn't think of why did you summon this vision or how did you summon this vision, did you?
1: Well, that's not true at all. I was very concerned that I was summoning dead people and then I thought I could summon my friends if they were dead and that made me very sad. But when I summoned the first one, I thought, well, we need help and help. Somebody to heal my friends because they were dying. And what do you know? We got someone that can heal.
0: You're very lucky.
1: Yeah. But no, sometimes I'm not.
0: You're lucky to even be alive.
1: Oh, yes. I have. It's been a very troubling few weeks. I've almost died a few times. Asher really did die. He's alive now, though.
0: <laughs> and, and
1: Marquise is, well, I mean, I really don't know. About, I I don't really know if he's alive or dead, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> Do you even know what these visions are that you are summoning?
1: Oh, yes, they're all summoners of the past.
0: They're not summoners.
1: Are you sure? Because I had a vision of one of them, and they were a summoner, and now they're not anything because they are Garuda.
0: They're not all summoners.
1: Oh, that one was, though.
0: She just kind of blinks... Liar, like like just
1: oh but they are heroes you. because i've seen visions of some of them the one named cecil he was a hero
0: you're not entirely incorrect
1: oh and my friend has his armor
0: great right.
1: i have to remember to tell him Ridia said hello and she's sorry i think
0: do you and she's just kind of exasperated at this point and she says do you know any of the dangers of summoning these visions
1: um Sometimes they blow up my friends, and sometimes they heal my friends.
0: That's the very least that could happen.
1: Oh, for the most part, they've been very helpful. They usually take advice from me. They wait for me to tell them what to do. Not
0: all visions are heroes.
1: Oh, well, that's problematic. Yes, quite.
0: Especially if a vision decides that it is powerful enough to overtake you and possess your body. Oh. The more powerful the vision, the more problematic that can be.
1: Poppy, would you let a vision in, 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 take my body over?
0: And she's just like,
1: <laughs> I don't think. That, no, I don't think that they could take you over. Maybe they could though. Oh, that seems problematic. I don't want that to happen.
0: You don't even know how regular summoning works, do you?
1: I can summon Poppy. I try to summon. Do you, you know
0: what Poppy is?
1: She's Poppy. She's a uncle. i meant the big one.
0: Yes, and she points at her feet. This is just a Tonberry.
1: I haven't met the big one. The carbuncle, the big carbuncle, was very lazy.
0: When you become a summoner, the essence that you summon, you reshape it into an esper, a an aeon through sheer pact and will. It is your will over them. Oh. If your will is not strong enough, they will take you over. Poppy, you wouldn't, would you? Poppy's just like meow. <laughs> kind of shrugs her shoulders a little bit.
1: I give you Definitely
3: milk every morning. I forgot this morning because we were
1: late. But I'll give you milk later on.
3: Oh, they're lactose intolerant.
1: Not Poppy. She's a fake.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they love milk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These creatures don't need to eat.
1: Poppy seems to enjoy
0: it. It's an act. You don't really enjoy it, Poppy? Poppy again shrugs your shoulders. <laughs> Do you at least like
1: snuggles with Asher?
0: And she kind of like gives you a nod right. of like, right yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure you, <laughs> you some days. <laughs> But this woman in front of you says, when you first summon, you place your ether out into the world, like a hook and bait, oh. for a packed creature to form a bond with you. This bond is a sharing of eighth. When you actually summon an Aeon, or an Esper, or, gods forbid, a vision, mm-hmm. it's a tug of war with that eighth.
1: Well, so far it seems to be going pretty well.
0: Yes, what else can you summon besides Poppy?
1: Um, well, there was the girl with the green hair, the girl in the white dress, um... Luck! You have had luck (laughs) so
0: far. You have summoned heroes thus far. Yeah. What if you would have summoned, say, a villain?
1: Oh, well, maybe they were nice.
0: You could have been possessed. Do you know what happened to the last summoner that was able to summon visions who were possessed by a villain of the past? Did I? No. Oh. Not right away, at least.
1: Oh, what happened?
0: You know our city's capital, Adalas, used to be a volcano in the past, correct? No. It is a crater now. Oh. A crater in which the city of Vatolas exists.
1: Uh-huh. So?
0: She kind of rolls her eyes. Oh,
1: the volcano erupted!
0: Do you know why the volcano erupted? I'm
1: gonna go ahead and say it was probably the possessed summoner.
0: You're getting better at this. She goes over to a small uh, storage box, wooden storage box uh, that's on the outside, and she reaches inside and pulls out one of these vision spheres that you've seen before that has uh, a recording of the past. And she places it on the ground and turns the metal ring around it. And all of a sudden, the area around you is engulfed in this vision. And you see Adalas in the past, this volcano. And on top, floating above said volcano, is a woman. Very tall. Um, She's got big build, uh, kind of green-toned skin. And this white hair that's been pulled back into an innate kind of uh, braid. She's laughing very very hysterically and in a moment you catch a glimpse of this aura coming off of her and see this spectral vision behind her of this man with blonde hair kind of disheveled but pulled back into a pony white face paints with a couple of other like red and blue uh different symbols painted on his face and his clothes are multicolored, striped here polka dotted here And uh, pretty funny shoes with bells on them. And he is laughing hysterically. And you see as the summoner pulls their hand up. And this giant orb of golden energy floats down into the volcano. And suddenly the volcano flashes.
1: I grab Poppy and hold her like this. Like with her paws like this and her leg dangling. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen to me. I already almost killed my friends once with a misplaced, like... I, I think I, it was some kind of meteor. Um, I, That was an accident. I don't want to kill them with a volcano.
0: Well, that summoner's guardians were on that volcano.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Along with a village.
1: I'm not entirely sure if Marquise can die again, but everyone else I'm concerned for. <laughs> um, And all the people are dead, too, huh? Um. Okay, so how do I control this?
0: Like I said, it is a tug-of-war aether as loyal as emotions.
1: Oh, that's not good.
0: And knowledge of those that have inhabited this land before you. Oh.
1: Those that Uh-oh. now
0: drift along the life stream.
1: Okay, well, I like to read books about them.
0: Fortunately, there are. Oh, that's good. You will be here for the next four days. Oh. Studying.
1: Oh, can I get can I get more clothes?
0: She just kind of rolls her eyes. Come inside.
1: Oh, okay. Wait, will you help me figure out how to summon titan
0: Garuda. you will learn your basics yes um
1: i keep the i mean I, originally i was trying to summon titan and then i summoned the wrong thing
0: she just starts heading in the inside she's not even paying attention to what she thinks
1: it's because oh. I she th- closes the door oh but i was you inside, I'm
0: confused. and poppy's just like goes towards the door oh, and like pause at it that's
1: fair okay i go inside <laughs>
0: all right so the rest of you, uh, Eddie Lars, you uh, hear some scuffling of somebody stirring, and um, you're barely starting to stir awake. And then all of a sudden, you hear a quickening of feet and a slamming of the door.
2: I just go back to writing.
4: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm at Becky. I mean, LA <laughs> 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 oh, I need
5: to <laughs> Uh, I just sit up and do one of those... Oh. Wait, how did you
4: know that was Ellie? because uh, chaos follows her every. And it doesn't follow you? <laughs> I am.
3: <laughs> you say I am chaos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am chaos.
5: Uh, but, sure, Becky. You, you're chaos. Yep, way too early for this. Uh Let's just, let's just go get some breakfast, and, uh, oh, fuck, oh, the, the docket for today. we just, uh, chilling, hanging out with this new
4: bear you guys brought back.
1: That bear's still out, by the way.
4: <laughs> That's dim, thing. Whatever, I'm on vacation, okay? We've been trekking across the country, and, like, we took down, like, two would-be gods, and like, I don't have anything on my list to do, so y'all just need to figure out what you're doing. I mean, I'm sure we could find some trouble. With it in the city. Maybe. That might be on the
5: docket.
0: So you guys are gonna try to find some food?
5: Uh, yeah. We'll look around in the kitchen and see if there's anything prepared. Um, um
0: so you, you know, uh, from having been here uh now long enough that um the kitchen really is just mostly for show it's it's for food being brought up from the um uh the communal kitchen to be redistributed basically everything is already made uh by a large kitchen downstairs and there is a communal eating place in the middle of this tree so there are a number of like long bench tables that are set up, so really all you gotta do down, uh, is go downstairs and it's basically like a food buffet every time, so unless of course you want to go out and eat at like we're a at restaurant one. or what have you <laughs>
1: we're at one of those all-inclusive resorts um,
0: no you're kind of at a commune
5: mm.
2: okay, we need well. to
5: go <laughs> we need to go now <laughs> it's not a cult it's not a cult um, well I will uh, grab my stuff uh, and wake everybody up if they're not up already, and uh, push Asher, make sure he's up. Be like, we're going to go down and get some food if you want to join us. Uh, I mean, it looks like Marquise is busy. Maybe you can join him if you prefer to
3: sleep in. Uh, how are you feeling?
0: How are you feeling?
3: Emotionally uh, drained, but hungry.
0: Fair enough. I
3: have a t-shirt that says <laughs> <laughs> If not, well, we probably should. Let's make that. Someone mm. make it. Yeah, I would wear that.
0: Emotionally drained but yeah. hungry.
3: Emotionally drained but always hungry. Mm. Mm-hmm. You have a crooked. You can just make it. <sighs> it's a lot of work. And, like <laughs> I only use that around Christmas. That comes out like December thirteenth, and then I can make some stuff. So. <laughs> uh,
5: yeah, is Din already up in Adam, or is she no. still in? Din is cuddling
0: with your bear.
3: There's a bear. There's Din. There's a wall, So she's in between. <laughs> oh, there's just a there's bear a, here.
0: We're good. Yeah, go. there's a bear. <laughs> there's a bear. We know there's a bear? Yeah, you yeah. saw the bear last time. Just did go with
5: the
3: bear. It's been three months, people. <laughs> right.
5: Uh, right, I will... Michael. I will look over at Din and the bear and be like, I don't know if um they can they still feed the bear, but you're more than really welcome to join us. Uh, I just see, like, uh, a hand sticking out over um, the bear. Behind,
3: yeah. yeah, okay. Bears eat honey? What are bears eating? I mean, fruit? Two, two of honey? Me? Anything? Yeah. Whatever they can get their hands. Uh, I'll look over
5: at Marquis, who's in, write, busy writing in his journal, uh, and be like, Are you going to join us? Or are you a little too busy? Eat already?
2: What are you doing? Doesn't sound uh-huh. like you've actually got a full plan yet.
5: We're just going to go eat breakfast. What, I mean, do you need an agenda for the day just to go eat?
2: Where do you plan on going?
5: The communal lunch <laughs> breakfast area downstairs?
0: They have one of those. <laughs> Marquise has been just so wrapped up in his uh, formulas <laughs> that he's probably been just brought food mostly at this point I'm it's guessing. It's Ellie. She's
5: mm, been a while sit up next mm. to
0: him. Yep, exactly. <laughs>
5: uh well, if if you prefer we can just bring some leftovers with us on the way back uh since Ellie is busy this morning. We proceeded to eat.
2: Yeah. You have never actually. witnessed. No. It. I don't know if he eats.
5: <laughs> when we
1: went, grandmother Matoya's, he went into another room to eat, which is why Ali just leaves food
3: and then leaves him so that he can eat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he eats because he's undead or he eats because he hasn't. He doesn't out. want us to oh. see
1: his face. Which because. It's because
3: he's so handsome we'll be blinded to death. We'll <laughs> <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant. we just all our
0: face melts.
3: It's so beautiful. <laughs>
0: yeah. You all take 10d10 uh, radiant damage. Yeah, oh my
3: god. Oh god. We should probably slumber party this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Make yeah. a pass out and take a mask off. Oh boy. And draw his face and put his mask back on. Just take his hands oh. Piss his robes. <laughs> he's got to change now. Do yeah. <laughs> You wear leather. I feel like-, it's like He does. Yep. All
0: of it. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It, it already smells like this. Like
3: <laughs> hmm Well, uh. Um, put out this continental breakfast. I hope they have waffles. We'll
5: find out. I mean, I'm sure it's lots of vegetarian stuff,
3: so. Um. I- I, I will actually go with.
0: Alright. Tagging along, yeah. so it seems like everybody but Din and the bear headed- I will d- make bear. <laughs> Barrel. Barrel. <laughs> din din rolls over like grabs the bear's leg and like uh uh fireman's carry and just puts it up on her shoulders and like <laughs> starts shit. heading
5: She's down
0: You wrestled <laughs> bigger things it's a baby
1: like... it's a dire bear but it's a baby, it's a baby.
0: sure it loves it <laughs> oh my god doesn't know any better now uh so yeah you guys head down um to the the communal breakfast the uh, communal eating area um they they have a number of things. They do have. It's not just like vegetarian, uh, elven fare. It's like you've got fruits. You've got people who've baked bread. You do have some breakfast meats like, uh bacon and sausage, that kind of thing. So eggs, you've got your choice. It's basically it's basically a buffet. I
3: feel like Asher gets a plate and immediately starts stacking the appropriate things to make like. The perfect base on his plate, so it just kind of like you know, you start with like the sausages and you like make that little like lincoln log thing, fill it with like eggs, and then it just stacks in a perfect tower. <laughs> he uh-huh. puts his
0: forging skills to use, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's really math, <laughs>
3: it's just it's all it's all it's all, it's, all, it's architecture, sure, sure, it's uh-huh. breakfast architecture.
0: Well, you guys gather your food. I'm assuming you're all sitting at the same table, you get lots of weird fucking looks because you have a bear on your shoulders. Uh, and as you're, like, going through the buffet, it's, like, using its tongue to, like, grab things up and just eat things as you're, like, trying to prepare a plate with a bear on your shoulders. It's like when you,
3: like, first scarf. Yep. <laughs> what a shrug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you have jerk out, too?
1: No, I just the bear. Okay. I could. <laughs> just send them all <laughs> out. What's the
3: bear's name? Do we name the bear? Maul. Maul. Maul.
0: Yep. Mm.
3: I need, like, a croc, like, a cheater sheet,
0: like. Of all the, what all uh, they are. pets. Uh huh. Yep. Um, so you guys all sit uh, at one table, and some of the, or most of the merriment has kind of died down since it seems like the city's a little freer at this point. Or at least you've been told that. It seems like a lot of the people were getting resentful of the Guardian's way of running the city. Um, it, it seemed like a breath of fresh air is kind of blown through the city you don't see the number of guards that you had seen almost at every every juncture uh wearing that familiar white and gold uh, armament of the guardians you do every once in a while um uh, see one of the uh the wood whalers, the guardians of the forest uh every once in a while in there uh, wooden masks and their, their green and silver um, kind of get up. Not very often. I mean, uh, there's a peacekeeping force here, but it seems like they're way more interested in letting the people be. They're there, but they're not breathing down everybody's necks. So there's a lot more jovialment. Uh, people at your guys' side that are sitting maybe a couple feet apart from you are, are laughing and sharing the news. Everything seems to be going, you know, pretty well but there is a group that is sitting at a table to your backs that seem to kind of be not necessarily trying to keep people from hearing them just speaking in hushed tones is not to ruin the mood. One of them you hear kind of pipes up suddenly with they'll be here soon and somebody's like shh shh.
5: Uh, Which one of us, if any, hear that
0: line? Just depends on um, who's sitting on what side. Who's who's sitting next to whom? I guess. Would
5: well, probably three and two to get the bear extra room. Well, for right.
0: three and three, I think you mean with the bear. <laughs> right.
5: Well, it depends if the bear is sitting or is just like hanging out as a scarf around her neck. Uh- <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. How
0: how do you have all, uh eating with you since you can talk to him and tell him what to do? I, I
5: would hope he's actually sitting
0: down. No. Sitting like, like, like a, a person. real person at a table. Yeah. He looks really awkward. He's got both of his paws on the uh, uh on the table, Aww. like with a plate between him. And uh, <laughs> Din's like telling him to have table manners, but all you hear is. Rrr, rrr, as I, is like, like, I like the, it? I, the image of this bear sitting There's here, here like this. New <laughs> him. And, oh, and oh,
1: then no. Din That's and cute. Wall just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're having full oh,
0: conversations okay. in in bear guttural, so. <laughs>
2: That bear yeah. looks like he's about to run a heist.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, um I I would say the bear is kind of loud so whoever's sitting on the opposite side of the bear would probably overhear this conversation.
5: I probably would not be sitting next to the bear cuz I'd be worried that it would try
0: each food. Uh,
4: yeah. yeah, I'll probably be saying
1: this. You did help get it. It's a
0: yep. bear he's
1: used to that. oh he's the daddy
0: <laughs> yeah. so oh, it would be uh it'd oh, be the was... three of you uh asher Marquis and milos uh so the gentlemen the ladies are sitting on one side the gentleman sitting on the other uh as it should be, <laughs> as it should be. so yeah. gentlemen you overhear uh these people behind you uh, suddenly speak like one of them speaks up like i'll be here soon and then like whole party not just one or two people like the whole party that's sitting at that table with them is like shh, and like they kind of look around a little bit at everybody for a second and then kind of continue to speak in that hushed tone hit me sorry
5: um i would just kind of make eyes with everyone at the table um and kind of like nod my head back to acknowledge like hey did you hear that type of thing but not verbalize anything um, Just kind of nonverbal cues to try and get everyone to like pay attention because I'm not super uh, perceptive.
0: Um, so three of you gentlemen, Milos kind of looks at you since you'd be on the same t- side of the table and kind of like motions back towards the table ever so subtly.
2: I just kind of give him a, like a slight nod. Which I guess looks a little more exaggerated. With the, <laughs> with the beak? Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like you're trying to your
5: food.
0: <laughs> speaking, speaking of, are you like shoving food up inside the no, bathroom? I'm not eating. You're not eating, okay. Like I have food, but I'm not eating it. <laughs> are, are, do you have a drink with your straw though? Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs>
5: makes sense. Do
0: you have to go like this?
5: <laughs>
2: No, it's it's kinda sort of, like
0: He's got the straw. Yeah, It's sweet. kind of in an angle. What
1: you don't know is that Marquis invented the straw in this world mm-hmm. simply so he could consume liquids. Food without... Uh, without having to hide it yeah. somewhere.
0: Anyway, <laughs> uh, are are you gentlemen on the side? Are you trying to take a closer list? Yeah, I would probably work? like
3: just lean back like stretch and be like... Oh! I'd probably lean <laughs> back and figure out what's going
0: on. All right, go ahead. If you are trying to listen in and make me um, a perception check... Yeah. Hmm. That juice really makes it hard to read. But, um, <laughs> the juice is
3: loose. The juice is... Oh, oh that's really bad. Uh, Perception is only a
5: four. Four. Twelve. Twelve. Thirteen.
0: Thirteen, all right. Those are words that are saying
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Actually, Asher, you're the only one that, uh, even given your... Uh, trying to you know mask it you lean back far enough uh as you stretch and you are actually the only one that kind of catches what they're saying it's a super hushed tone um but they're leaned in awfully awfully close to each other but you pick up yeah i heard the uh the guardians are supposed to be here by tomorrow they're gonna try to retake the city mm. and another one uh another gentleman that's sitting next to him is like i heard they've been Retaking the cities all over, not just here. I mean, they've already got an iron grasp on the uh, on the capital, and then there is a lady that's sitting at that table. Looks like she uh, is one of the wood whalers. And She, through her mask, and you just barely make this out, says, um, "Yeah, I mean, we've gotten some reports about our forces meeting theirs, and it's it's not good." And another one you hear say. Is this, does this mean civil war? And then like you lean back a little too far and they just kinda they, they shut up.
3: Um, he goes to go Sorry, you guys have any maple syrup? I need some for this pancakes. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the bear. The bear loves it's like honey based. Loves it. <laughs> loves it. Um, did you guys hear that? The Guardians are coming. Yeah, they're, a
5: they're
4: talking about a
0: Civil war? war potentially. Now are you guys talking about this out loud or are you keeping it hushed? At this table, yeah. stage whisper. Stage whisper. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A lot of really?
3: just like like cutlery sounds as well. <laughs> <I can> imagine.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, you get this news that there might be civil war breaking out in the land, and it sounds like a force of guardians is on their way to the city here to try to retake it. Ugh.
4: That's my big piece. I mean, potentially
5: have at least a day.
4: That's yeah. terrible. Whatever. <laughs> I think I could hit Bob before then again. Sure. Yes, could. Or we could
5: prepare for war. That's, <laughs> that, that's probably the, the better answer. As much as we all need a spa day. Believe me, I'll uh, be right there with you in the mud bath. But twice uh, you tell. Promise well.
0: <sighs> so, this news kind of dampers your morning a little bit as... You know that Ilar's forces, uh, he uses spies through the Wood Wailers uh, and then that's really the only force that's opposing the Guardians at this point here.
4: What's? Um, do we like maybe talk to these people and like, get them to spill the beans on what they know? Like, if we know where, which way they're coming from, maybe we could get some people a second oh
0: just repeat your last there's, line
4: there's plenty of places to like hide and ambush
5: <laughs> at the same spot in that sentence every yeah time. i think you just need to speak up on it i think okay. your inflection
4: <laughs> is just causing <laughs> there's plenty of places to you like hide and ambush in the forest I love that that's good okay okay
5: well
2: yes these people are likely much more equipped to fight in a forest than whoever's coming here is.
1: We should rub up the guys out
5: front of us behind you guys. We should up.
2: <clears throat> Why do you we want to fight them? Why do you know
0: they, they? The bear be- like mimics with its claws mimics <laughs> mimics <laughs> din What's and is like this. Just like <laughs> we have to
3: find out what they have,
2: right? Yes, but you you can do that by just asking them.
3: Yeah, like
4: totally. Do well, we need to fight him?
2: I can't. Uh, you know, I just well, want to
3: know justification.
2: How about this, Becky? I know you have no charm, but go and break the ice.
3: anyway.
5: Wait, why are you suggesting he break the ice? Yeah, I
3: feel like Milo's is a little more like charismatic and like friendly. I was. I don't have kind
4: of, charm. Yes, no, you a <laughs> the fuck one. asshole. <laughs> you did it. Uh, I just yeah. like he's a little more like
3: regal he's, he's got that like royalty shit going on literally
5: raised as a diplomat
3: yeah like yeah yes, he's, exactly we're not
5: looking for a diplomat here uh, really? just because i yeah. was raised well, like that doesn't mean i can't oh talk well then like... let's just
3: hit it like then my sword will do the diplomatic talking <laughs> like it's it's
0: it's diplomatic talking or steel
1: Right.
3: Ellie's
0: right. sitting there thinking, I should have told him not to cause any violence. I just remember that scene from uh, Lethal Weapon 2 Diplomatic Immunity. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, sure. really that shit.
0: oh, that too. But, um,
4: so Becky gets up. Oh, no. She strolls over to the ugliest one at the table and, like, swings her legs over his lap and sits down <laughs> and says, Hey, I'm new in town. Uh, <laughs> what's going on?
2: <laughs> now I feel like she's just trying to prove a point. Uh, she's trying to get a point. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, <laughs> you roll me a d6 since there are six of them, and we'll we'll see which one uh out of this group is the ugliest. we'll Which say. one? Is the ugliest? One. One. Okay. So uh, there is this dwarven male uh sitting at the table and he has like half an ear on his right side it looks like his nose is about three quarters of his face because it's been broken and like reset a few times uh he's got like one milky eye and like half an eyebrow missing on one side yeah He's got like his hair back in in the quintessential uh um, dwarven braid but for some reason like it looks like his hair was pulled out at the roots like up front uh and he just kind of like looks down your leg and looks back up you and like when he smiles at uh, a pretty young woman like throwing a leg across his uh across his lap, you see that he's missing in all of his teeth except for, like, one right tooth. <laughs> hey there, pretty lady. <laughs> call him the can opener. <laughs> <laughs> he says that top can open any can. <laughs> Disgusting! Well, I'm pleasure to meet you here. Uh, quite a sight. They call me the boulder. The boulder? The boulder. Yeah. I'm rock hard, baby. Oh! oh I just... <laughs> done. Wow. <laughs> That's ironic, because I think
4: it's,
0: it's softy. Go ahead and roll me uh, a bluff check with advantage. <clears throat>
4: wow. Okay, I don't need advantage. That's a natural point. Uh, he is all about
0: you. He is like... Oh, yeah, I might be willing to turn putty in your, uh, embrace. <laughs> <laughs> Babe,
4: we are just new in town, and just want to know if there's anything important we should know.
0: Uh, like, what? Where to eat? Or...
4: Well, we were just wondering if, like, those guardians are gonna come back. I'm so scared of them.
0: Oh, don't, don't worry about them. We scared them out of the town. They... And he kind of looks over at his friends, and his friends are, like, giving him that shut-the-fuck-up look. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, they, they're not coming back. It's fine. Uh-oh. You can tell that he's... You, mm-hmm. what's, what's your uh, passive, um, not perception, but... Um, insight,
4: insight. Insight, yeah. Uh, it would be six plus whatever. <gasps> yeah. It's ten days. It's ten days, Two. so
0: sixteen. Six, yeah, no, he's... Lying out his tooth. <laughs> okay.
4: Oh yeah. Do you have like guards out there protecting
0: us? Yeah. I mean, uh, and he points to the female that's sitting with them, uh, the wood whaler, Um, And he's like, "Oh, we we've, we've got the wood whalers. They they won't let him in. Uh, let let." And he kind of is looking at everybody. Like you feel underneath the table. You feel like. There's another foot uh grinding into his foot at mm-hmm, this point, mm-hmm. and he's like trying real hard not to grimace at the pain. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, you
4: know we're we're safe. Well, you know, I know some some tough people that might want to help out and keep those nasty guardians away. <laughs> who, who do you talk to to get signed up for that?
0: Well, you could talk to, and he looks over at this this woman, and this woman is just like, through her mask, you can see her eyes, and she is like <laughs> staring fucking daggers into him, and he's like, uh, you could you could talk to Borin here. She's she's head of the guard. She she'd be more than happy to help you. Borin, and she you you hear this voice a little deeper than normal, and she's like, yeah,
4: um, and uh, I. Uh, swing my legs back off of uh, <laughs> the dwarf and I stare Boren directly in the face and I'm like alright we heard what you're talking about spill the beans
0: I don't know what you're talking about
4: the guardians coming back
0: are you saying this out loud? yeah <laughs> she like her eyes beneath the mask like shoot wide and she literally what's uh? what's your strength score? <laughs> my strength of 14 uh she literally like grabs you uh like by the back of the neck and like swings you like around so you guys are facing away from the mass of people and she kind of like pulls you in next to her and like down a little bit so that you guys are like a little bit lower down and like away from earshot of most people and she says shut up Do you want to start a mass panic here
4: No. I want to stop a mass casualty. Look, it might be a little thing, but we just took on Garuda, and before that we took on Titan.
0: I know what you've done. I've heard it from Ilar.
4: All I'm saying is, we have some skills to contribute, and I just would like to know if there's any way we can stop the Guardians from taking this down again. I kind of like the vibe
0: you want to do something to help first of all, don't say anything to anyone. Second of all, and she kind of looks back at your table uh, where everybody is sitting and says we appreciate the help. Why don't you meet me at the Southern Guard Post in about an hour?
4: You got it, dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She releases the back of your neck and um, yeah, she she was definitely strong. So I mean, being Captain of the Guard, you know, obviously you have to be. Um she was she was very, very strongly built. And she kinda releases you and to go back to your table and you, I'm assuming, relay this information to everyone. Yes. Are the rest of you actually uh going with Becky to the guard posts?
5: Yeah. Uh yeah. I I wanna do one thing before uh, we get too far. Sure. Um, d- just because it's um, something new that we haven't roleplayed. Mm-hmm. Um, like class wise. Sure. Um, but uh, that can just be like a quick uh, aside. Yeah.
0: I mean, are you uh, breaking away from the group to do this or?
3: Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, I would say I, I will meet you guys at the Southern Guard Post. I have to do my morning ritual quick, um, but I will meet you guys there. And I
0: would break off. Alright. Um, so, Milos leaves you guys to find your way to the Southern Guard post. Um, you have an hour if you wish to do anything before you go. So, if there's something quick you want to do.
4: Was that charming enough, Marquis? This was great. You did
2: really well when you are uh, trying to prove a point. I'm proud of you. I would have,
5: I would have scowled at you if I was in
0: but... <laughs> Alright. Uh, So, yeah, if you guys want to do anything individually before you head out, uh, you certainly may. This is just just a meeting uh, that you're having. It's nothing, you know, extensive, obvious. Have you know? So, we'll start with Milos. Uh, Where are you heading?
5: Um, Just a little ways. um, Probably a little outside the city um, to kind of just find a small clearing or a a stump or a rock um, and just do my, my daily, like, commuting um, getting a sense of the area and the earth and all of the nature around us and just have like that then moment mm-hmm. um, and then I don't know if I have to like specifically choose to summon the, um, the marshal or not um, but I if I have to choose I will choose to do so um, but I don't know if like I'm assuming Milos is familiar with marshalling um, but I don't know if I would know I like, can
0: this is definitely the first time that uh during your during your morning commune with nature uh and with the elements that you feel something different um you have heard of marshalling before um it is something that only the geomancers of legend have been able to do those who are on a path towards greatness who have been able to clearly hear the sound of the elements. Um, Most people that you know that can do Geomancy typically are up to the level of which you have achieved. There are some who have greater prowess, but this, for the first time... You hear the element that you reach out to with your commune. You swear you hear a voice. Which element are you uh, reaching out for today? Earth. Earth? Um, As you find a clearing and find a sufficiently flat stone upon which to sit and reach equally out to all of the local elements, you how How do you commune with nature? Do you request their assistance? Do you demand their assistance?
5: I think what I would do is I would take out my bell and just like sit crisscross applesauce um like even to the point of like getting my feet into that really uncomfortable yoga position <laughs> um and but I'm sure me can do it his entire life yeah um but uh so he get he would get in that position and just like ring his bell and just like hear it echo throughout the area and, like, listen to how it reverberates off of the trees um, and listen for all of the nature that potentially responds to it. Um, either, like, some birds or just, like, the flapping of wings of a butterfly or something, just in the area and just kind of let the, the day wash over him uh, and feel the sun and just listen and feel the vibrations of the earth around him and kind of just let that flow in in and out of him and kind of in his own mind, think of how the earth is so giving and how we there's that give and take uh, of tending to the earth and it gives us food and nutrients and like that whole cycle and just kind of like reflecting on everything.
0: Sure. So when you ring your bell, you always listen for a response to what elements may be there. There's always a specific sound that comes with those that are most in tune with the area that you're at, uh, perhaps the roaring of fire or the soft breeze, or maybe even perhaps the sound of uh leaves growing and blowing in the wind, whatever seems to be the strongest in the area, each element has its its own sound, but today, since you are focusing on the earth itself, you hear that similar sound of the earth of things growing inside the earth of uh water splitting through a veil you hear however a voice within that sound that says in this deep gravelly voice who calls upon us
5: uh milos novak
0: milos you hear us
5: y- yes I I hear you. Who is us?
0: You open your eyes from your meditative state and you feel a presence. Presences. As you open your eyes and you now see these motes of light appear before you, they have this earthen color tone to them, this deep brown, and they pulse when they speak as if part of the same mind. And they begin to take shape. into what looks close to your totem uh, of what you see when you summon an earthen totem, um, that arcane shape, uh, almost like a rune of a language long since lost. And as they pulse, you hear the voice, and it says, We are the spirit of the earth itself. We are growth. We are life. We are stone. We are earth. We are soil. We are strong. We feel that you are strong as well.
5: Well, uh, this is unexpected, but plus pleasant surprise. i never heard my calling to be answered by anything. This is marvelous. I I, I also feel your strength, and I appreciate your knowledge of mine. And I hope we can help each other using strength, and hopefully bolstering our
0: weakness. Uh, you hear the voice again say... The crystal that you bear bears the memories of those geomancers long past may they give you strength and guide you on how to continue to grow in strength to call us when you need us i
5: will take the 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 crystal and just like look at it and like roll it over
0: for the first time uh uh, since you've received the crystal since any of you received your crystals you see that the shape of the crystal has changed uh being just this, this slab of uh cut crystal, it seems to have shifted uh or is shifting as you are looking at it now, and it it shifts to better suit better suit something that is pleasant to your gaze ah, it almost seems to shift in an earthly way to What kind of looks like a jagged um maybe piece of flint almost that kind of same um almost obsidian dimples uh in the crystal itself and it glows with a symbol that you always recognize as being the symbol of geomancy you've seen it worn on druids geomancers uh who studied it all over their life and it seems like there is a glow from this crystal that seems to impart some knowledge, some experience to you, making you able to hear the voice of the Earth.
5: Well, this is fascinating and surprising. I don't know what this means, but I feel like it can only be a good thing. Uh, curious. I'll try this again another day. See if it changes. But I'll look up at the glowing orbs that have ch- uh, totem-like thing. Does it have like a more of a corporeal body than the, the totems, like, doesn't have, like, limbs and such.
0: Yeah, it's, it begins to shift to your expectations of how you would see or what you would comprehend, uh, perhaps Earth taking on a physical form would look like. Uh, so I
5: would immediately think of the summons from 14, uh, that are just, like, the little rock golems that just float behind you, um, so that's it, That's exactly what uh, I'm going
0: to look yeah, have look at. Yeah, absolutely. The earth gathers around this moat of light, and it begins to take on... Uh, it doesn't quite form the legs, but kind of this uh, floating upper torso, if you will, of uh, <clears throat> loose-fit rocks to look pseudo-humanoid uh, in nature. And it speaks by forming this uh, rudimentary uh, mouth in the stone, if you will. And uh, it says, You may call upon us for wisdom once a day. We will try to answer any question about the land that we can answer with the best of our knowledge.
5: May I ask a question of you today? You may. Are these lands in danger? Imminent danger.
0: Yes. There is a corruption that has taken root in the earth. A Poisoning of the land. To the east, there is a deep cave. Some ancient dark force has retreated there, biding its time, licking its wounds. It must be expunged from this earth for the land to heal.
5: Uh, well, I I would seek out this evil, uh, but I perhaps will need time to do so. Um, can you can you tell me more about this cave? Does it have a name? Does it have any distinct features? There are I'm sure there are many caves to the east. I don't have a map. I don't know. I don't know the area as well as some of my
0: companions. Um, it, it will say, I have already answered one question, but I will impart some knowledge of the area to you. And the floating figure uh, comes up to you and with a rocky, stony appendage, not quite fully formed hand, uh, mm-hmm. touches your forehead, and you feel the corruption of the earth in the distance. You can feel an almost sickness wash over you as you feel the current area of the land is fine uh it it feels like sun on a rock it feels like cool grass between your toes but then as you your consciousness reaches out further to the east you feel sickened it feels like a nausea almost takes over but you reach out to the area anyway and it feels like the cavern itself is natural but there are structures inside that are old, that are man-made, unnatural. But This cave feels familiar, like you've been there before.
5: Do I see it in my mind's eye, or am I just feeling it?
0: You're, you're feeling, feeling like... it through the earth. You're not okay. seeing it so much as feeling its familiarity.
5: Okay. Um, as soon as uh, it like, stops touching me and I it'll let that wash over me,
0: mm-hmm. um,
5: I'll take a deep breath. Um, and uh, I'll say I thank you for imparting this wisdom. Again, I will, I will do my best to gather necessary truth and make my way there as soon as possible. This thing, this whatever it is, it doesn't feel right. I can't imagine it's doing any good for for the area. And uh, just take some deep breaths and then I'll look over at um, the totem that I've, I'm marshaling now. Um, and uh, I will get up. my uh my meditative state and i'll start to walk towards uh like towards the southern gate and kind of like look back to see it following
0: it does okay yep
5: i figured it would but i just wanted to make sure that that's how how it works how many things
1: can we add to our party
5: (laughs) 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 well i mean i didn't know that you were a summoner when i picked my class
0: so you guys would pick Pick all of the classes with all of the pets.
5: Yep,
1: we we'll pick, right. pick pick all the pet classes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No,
1: yeah. Where are your pets? We are
3: each other's pets. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> he's my, he's my bird Totem. Uh,
0: chunka, chunka, Chunkamonka? All
4: right. I didn't come with a pet. I was just gifted.
0: That's so you got a pet.
4: You got
3: well, a stick. Why do you keep doing it's this? Yep. Why do you keep doing Yeah, this?
1: Tobias. A stick. I can only want summon one pet oh, at
4: a time. Tobias.
1: Are you wondering what your favorite wacky nerds are up to? Search for Campaigns of the Plains on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and make sure to follow and like us to keep up with all our content and news. You might also find exclusive content for fans only. Remember to catch us on YouTube every Friday at noon for a new episode of Campaigns of the Plains. As
0: far are, as I'm aware. Uh, are any of the rest of you doing anything? <clears throat> you have... An hour before having to meet the garden?
2: Um, well, I don't know how much can be done in an hour, but uh, I've been sort of working on a, a new idea for all of these formulae that I have. Okay. So I'd like to see if I can try and can come up with a new, um, what is it, a new component that mm-hmm. is like a vaporizing um, solution, so that like on impact, it might create like a small area of effect rather than just
0: a single usage.
2: Whoever it hits gets the bonus.
0: Fair enough. Um, you figured that uh, throughout, kind of working through this in your mind. You're probably going to need a deliverance system, and this is going to require uh, probably going to require some mechanisms at least for the first one. And uh, from what you've seen in this area that might be hard to come by mm-hmm. so um at this stage planning maybe trying to gather materials for it um it might be a little bit easier if you can find a tinkerer in town to kind of guide you through or at least provide equipment oh the crazy <laughs> Now nah, you've already met the crazy man he's oh. the alchemist okay hmm. um are you are you heading anywhere or are you just kind of lost in thought as you're walking to the guardhouse
2: uh At this point, I'm just kind of coming up with like ideas like what might I need to do this um, whats sort of, like what sort of steps should I take uh in the uh, creation of said i guess new improvement
0: as you're i'm imagining you're walking with everybody and you kind of got uh your your book out and taking down notes and everything feels feels like you're being watched Marquise uh Jesus,
2: I have a fucking perception of a goddamn roach. That's, that's why you um, feel like you're being
0: watched. Okay. I know what your passive perception right. is, and it's disgusting. It is it, <laughs> disgusting.
1: Why are you so disgusting, Marquis? Uh, <laughs> I'm
0: interrupting everything. I'm sorry. Uh,
2: I guess I'd like to see if I can do a quick scan. to see like, what, uh, what is giving me these, these heebie-jeebies.
0: Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make me a perception check as you are now actively searching yeah. for this presence. Uh, um, thir-
2: Thirteen,
0: yes. Thirteen. Can't pinpoint it, but you, you get this feeling uh, as you are kind of looking around and searching the crowd. You get this feeling like you caught the glimpse of somebody that you recognized before, and catch an instant of them as you're scanning the crowd and then like as you scan back because you feel like you recognize somebody there whatever figure that may have caused that is gone and you just hear this voice in your ears say have you fixed it no you quickly turn there's nobody beside you but the rest of your crew
2: did anyone else hear someone talk to us someone trying to get our attention
1: bear and i looking around
0: maul is like
2: and i try to think more uh on that voice and i'm trying to remember who that was
0: you hear another voice now now in your right ears the other one was in your left you hear have you found what's broken Uh, in your left ear again did you fix it you you i just
2: think to myself because at this point i'm pretty sure uh they have no idea they don't know what's going on, and I don't wanna sound like sound out loud like a crazy person. So I'm thinking into my head, no. As I've found nothing but more clues.
0: As you're you're thinking on this, it you try to place that voice or voices, because they are yeah. two different voices, but they are very close sounding. Slight intonations make a change. Two individuals perhaps? two males two younger males very close in age very close in intonations minor differences in pitches you're a detective these these things are things that you normally notice but as you think on it why don't you why don't you make me a history check as these voices are on the edge of familiarity to you
2: history how is my history Ah,
0: not not good uh nine it's not enough to place who these voices are, but a memory comes back to you. Pain. Lots of pain. And then suddenly standing on what feels like the edge of a very tall building, looking down into an abyss. Two flames, two blue flames in front of you, both of them speaking to you. It ends the memory there but it it almost gives you a panic attack because as you come back from that quick vision it's like when your body starts to get that falling motion and you can't pull yourself from it but finally you do and you there do see as Marquise kind of audibly jerks back like he was about to fall but saved himself Marquise your, your breath kind of quickens and like I said, it's it's almost like a panic attack because your heart mm-hmm. starts to beat and you start to become sweaty underneath. Uh, already sweaty leathers, uh, <laughs> but a clammy type of sweat. You almost tripped. Yes,
2: <laughs> I did. I almost—I caught myself though, and I—I uh, I just—I'm gonna put the book away. Just try to pass it off like, oh yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs>
1: Didn't trip afterwards. <that>, <laughs>
2: Trying to make
0: sure he looks cool too.
1: Din <laughs> is the best hype man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like uh, what? What the hell was that Adam Sandler movie where he pours water on his pants so the kid doesn't look like he pissed himself? Uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's cool to trip. Din made it cool. Who
2: tripped? <laughs> I thought it was Big Daddy.
0: No, no. I think it was Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah. Because it was what where he was in school. Yeah, Billy Madison. Yeah. Ah, uh, but anyway.
3: I don't know you were asking me about Adam Sandler and Stan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so these voices dissipate, but your heart doesn't stop pounding. It takes you like a good solid minute or two to take enough deep breath to even steady your breathing.
2: One one more quick glance at the crowd as we as we continue on.
0: Go ahead and make me one more perception check.
2: Man, one of these has to actually roll. <laughs> oh fuck! Ten, fuck all of these dice, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> time to buy more. It's time
0: to dump. Time to dump them. Time
1: to dump them. This is about
0: to be. Um, yeah. So like, again, you look out into the crowd, looking for whatever is giving you this feeling of something watching you, um, and the best you get is a momentary glance of this tall humanoid-ish figure human looking um dressed in a completely white robe with some black and gold trimming um they have two different colored eyes one is green the other is blue not the swirl of the all bed that you would know but two different colored eyes uh and it's almost like there's two motes of fire just burning behind them. Before it seems like your your concentration can't stay on them long enough, and you're forced to blink or turn, and suddenly they're gone. And all you're left with is this voice in your head saying, "There's no room for it." Good reaction for both cat and again. Yes. Hutch
2: agrees. Hutch agrees. <laughs> He's so loud when he does it too. It's just... Uh, okay. Damn it, man. I wish these dice were rolling better. I really want to know more about what's going on here. Ah, uh, well. Who am I? I guess I'll, I'll just have to take what I have
0: out of that. Yeah, it definitely, it shakes you. And like I said, it leaves you with that anxiety, that, that shaky hand, that clammy sweat, and uh, just a feeling of pit of dread. I'm right. uh, The rest of you... Becky, uh, are you or Din doing anything else?
3: Oh, we're
0: just walking around. Just walking around. Yeah, you you see what 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 are you guys' passive perceptions right now?
4: Uh, my passive is thirteen. 13. Same.
0: thirteen. Same. You notice that they're well. Marquis is usually pretty uh, staunch individual. You um, catch him like his eyes or his lenses darting about uh, looking for something. And, and his head is kind of like moving pretty quickly. Like he's trying to find something in this crowd. Um, what's your passive perception, Asher? Oh, it's 11. 11? Okay. That's pretty. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys notice as there's this visible like shake to, like, his hands, uh, as he's trying to, like, maybe, like, move them at his side to try to, like, shake something off.
4: Hey, weirdo. You're being weird again. <laughs> hmm? What's up? You're, like, freaking out back there.
2: Oh, I I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm still lost in thought. Sorry.
0: Insight check! Go ahead and roll me insight! Um... <laughs> Probably gonna fucking win, because, like, yeah. Yeah, there yeah it is. Shit. That's a dirty twenty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll my bluff. Deception. What? Sorry. Bluff. Precious. Yep. yep. <laughs> Wrong edition. Yep, you win. Yeah, something has Marquis like shook. Like he I is shook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like I said, he's a very normally staunch individual, but there is something <laughs> that has like caught his attention and made him. Visibly like anxious even being covered completely in letters Body language. Yep.
4: Yeah, okay But you know if there's anything on your mind, you don't have to put in a book for people, right? I'm not the one who writes those (laughs) Sure, you tell your story to someone who does.
2: I honestly have no idea how they get
4: any of that information (laughs) Anyway, you're okay though, right? I think so.
0: Becky there's been this twinge at the back that that's made you even more perceptive to uh Marquis's anxiety here as you feel a little bit of it yourself um the arcane ruins on your skin begin to almost like crackle with power and almost make you a little like a little not physically itchy but you know that's like there's something, something that's not comfortable around you, like that under the skin, like there's something here that <laughs> you're physically um, allergic to, some kind of arcane energy that is disagreeing with these runes on your skin.
1: Like when you walk into a house and you get the heebie-jeebies and you think, yeah, this place is fucking haunted, and then you
0: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of that feeling, that spine-tingling, um... <laughs> I'm out <don't know. laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> I go, I'm not getting good vibes from this place. <laughs>
0: something's something's not agreeing with those runes on your on your body. Um, I
4: I probably like scratched my arm a little bit. I'm like maybe it's the humidity. It, it's it's kind of dry around here.
2: I think possibly the uh, just the
0: mood.
4: Yeah, sure.
0: Ooh. Uh, Mackie, you here? Familiar voice. In your ear, that deep, dark, guttural voice that you heard in your dream from the one named Diabolos. And he seems annoyed. And he says, Keepers of the dead. The keepers of the dead are near you. Beware. of that. Should they touch you, they may claim my power from you.
4: Um, I think back to him. Who are the keepers of the dead?
0: go ahead and make me an arcana check as you feel like the power in your body is is almost shielding you in a certain direction um that's 17 17 yeah you focus on the magic that these ruins course through your body and while they shift and ebb and flow the power in your body to certain points to give you better offensive capabilities this is a different feeling this is one of defensiveness almost like there is a point over your left shoulder where the dark arcane energies are built up almost as if Subconsciously, they feel an attack incoming and they've begun to guard you, or you've begun to guard yourself as you are now one with this power as well uh, from some kind of incoming attack. And you look over your shoulder, make me a perception check. Yeah, uh, told 20. Holy shit. For a total of what? Uh, perception? Mm hmm. Um, 23. 23. So, there is this distortion of aether in the crowd. And it takes you a moment, but it almost feels like the power that has been granted to you keens your vision in on this tear in the Aether. And you see this individual, not for what it is, or you feel like you're only getting a glimpse of what it actually is. But there is this humanoid male, pale, almost alabaster white, um... White robe, black trim, gold, fil- er, glow, gold uh, filigree work uh, along uh, the sleeves. And you see that it has one blue eye, one green eye. And you see these orbs of fire behind them, over either shoulder. One red, one blue. And like the arcane energy that it's giving off is making you sick. Like, it is... Contrast to the power that you now hold within your body, stark contrast. And this being is not looking at you; they are staring at Marquise. Um, hey, Marquise. Yes.
4: You wouldn't happen to have been uh, a little freaked out earlier by uh, someone who's creepier than you are? Because I think I see him now.
0: I'm just kind of like that...
4: <laughs> what? Do I?
0: Becky, have... <laughs> <laughs> like you can't tear your gaze from this individual like you can feel the sickening amount of uh aether that's radiating from this individual and it's a good thing that the people in the crowd probably aren't etherically uh, adept as you are but you're like almost becoming like nauseous from the amount of etherical waves that are coming off of this person you could literally see them And you can see it washing off now as you look down at the your skin, and you see the aura of the dark that you've taken the black. It is barely keeping these aetheric waves from crashing over you. Um, Asher, you're hearing this conversation, Mm -hmm. and you kind of close your eyes for a moment, and you try to sense this individual's presence. Go ahead and make me an arcana check.
3: Oh. I have no background math.
0: that. <laughs> uh, 14. Still good enough. Um you can't see this individual, but you can feel this shift in aether, or rather the shift in the life stream below you. You're in touch with the green word and you can feel the direction of the soul's pull along the ley lines of the earth and you feel as though you're close to pinnacle or a waypoint of the life stream it's so close and you look down below you and and listen to the green word and you see the pulsing veins of the earth they seem to all head into the crowd in front of you to the direction that becky is now looking din these people are all like looking in one direction you're looking and like there's this like goofy-looking Rogden in the crowd that's, like, picking his nose now and, like, looking at Becky, and, like, you're like, are they all staring at him? Yeah. These people have all just stopped and are staring at this goofy-looking motherfucker. <laughs>
3: was picking his nose,
0: too. Good, good. But, yeah, Becky, this is... You can't tear your eyes off of this individual, like, it's just an immense, immense, immense like, pocket of aether that's, he seems to be emanating.
4: Is um, he doing anything, or is he just staring at us?
0: Staring dead at Marquise.
4: Oh, at Marquise. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna need a little more detail. Becky. Uh, well, he's really, really pale. He's got weird eyes, like green one and a blue one. And he's, like, all dressed in white. And yeah, he's staring at.
2: You. Um, I can tell that she's fixated on this figure.
0: She—it right. almost seems like she can't take her eyes off. Like um. she's trying to turn to talk to you, but instead of having to like, instead of being able to move, like the full head is like kind of tilting her head towards you. I'm gonna like
2: sort of nudge her to like sort of force her to look away.
0: Um, Just as Marquise like, like bumps into you, Becky. This person's gaze suddenly shifts to you, and you see the two flames behind them, like, flare up. And all of a sudden, there's this wave of aether that goes crashing towards you. And instinctually, your newfound wings fold around you, in front of you. And you guys now see, as you bump into her and are, like, moving her away... Becky, this is all in slow motion for you as uh, it is happening... But the etheric wave uh, is coming towards you, and your wings just fold down like this. And you guys see now the runes on Becky's wings, newfound wings, begin to glow this bright purple dark energy. And all of a sudden, like, she's knocked on her ass.
2: Oh. Um, I'll, I'll help her, uh... Help? I feel
0: like a turtle. yeah. No, Becky, your your wings are sprawled out uh, as you're knocked to the ground, visibly uh, for everybody to see, and like it's like getting back up off of the ground after you've been socked. I mean, every every bone and and muscle in your body is now tense, and as you like flex your wings to bring them back in, it hurts. It it really hurts. Not like you've been harmed, but like you've used those muscles to the extent. And it hurts mm. to it flex them. Yeah,
4: you know, yeah. You know, day after wing day. I
0: yeah, exactly. Day after
3: exactly. <laughs> uh, wing day. for <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. flats.
0: Yeah, I offer my <laughs> hand
2: to help you back up. Um, All right, yeah. you gotta, so
0: Marquis, you help Becky off of, her, right. off of her tush.
2: What was that?
0: Milos, yeah. you actually um, come back into the picture as you see uh, Becky... Like fold her wings in front of her protectively and gets knocked <clears throat> on her ass by this unseen force. And Marcus Marquis starts to Marcus Marcus, Marcus. Marquis starts Marcus. to do do? uh help her back up off the ground. Uh, I will approach
5: uh with my little little buddy following it and just like come up behind you and start rubbing her back and trying to
4: soothe you. Are you okay? What, what was that? Is the the guy still there?
0: No. Gone. Uh, Asher, you see that the uh, the ley lines, which had been converging on that individual, go back to their regular shifts.
4: There's a lot that I can't explain, but there was someone standing over there at point at
0: the guy. Big Rogden picking killed. his nose still, like, trying to pick his nose harder in competition with Din. like regular
4: <laughs> 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 not the gross guy but a different gross guy and he, he was he was pale and I, don't ask me how I know this but I think he's a keeper of the dead and I think think he was after Marquise but then he turned and he attacked me I, I feel like the energy was just drained out of me. bad news well you okay yeah I'm, I'm fine I might, I might need to take a nap <laughs> is that right? Um, yeah actually so, so,
0: great. so you're gonna climb up on Milos? Uh yeah. It's just now a few minutes until you guys uh, are are set to meet um, at the guard post. So um, are you guys gonna head there?
5: Yeah, we yeah, yeah. can walk and talk, uh, and I can like like obviously I have a big piece of Maine, um but I'm gonna try and like talk up at you uh, and to the rest of the party to like. Does anyone know what the Reaper of the Dead is? I've never heard of those were they like a spooky grim reaper type of thing?
4: I, I don't know what they are. I just I I heard the name in my head and then I saw the guy and that that's all I know. And then he he was staring daggers at Marquis and then he attacked me.
2: Huh? So the mention of the name for them, does that maybe help ring any bells? Go
3: ahead and make
0: me... Let's start with a history check.
3: Asher's read a lot of books.
0: uh, If if you want to try to remember anything about Keeper of the Dead, yeah.
3: Well, I rolled a nat 20 on the ground,
0: but I don't think that counts. Not on the ground. But I did roll a 21 up here. All right. Marquise?
2: You said history. Yep actually rolled decent for a
0: change all right
2: uh plus four
0: 23 23 uh so the both of you think back uh on any kind of history that you can think about anything that you've read or or heard about a keeper of the dead and there have been lots of people that have been called keeper of the dead um those that Watch the entrances to the far planes are known as keepers of the dead, uh, but these are all ceremonial positions. Mm-hmm. But those ceremonial positions are all kind of a mock uh, position for the real keeper of the dead. So since you guys uh, rolled so high on those, I'll allow you to roll a religion check with advantage. Oh, cool. Where is it? Natural
2: 20. Nice. Asher?
3: Oh, Maryland religion?
2: Yep. Uh, 24 total.
3: Okay. Um, it says an <laughs> That's
0: a five. Five? Yeah, I mean, you think on the history and, like, it, it has to be some kind of, um, like, something tying to the church because the church is always tied to those ceremonial positions. But you can't quite think why um your mom didn't really get too in depth in that portion of the um the church but marquise you've studied the church there's been a morbid curiosity about the uh, far plane and its history um you know that this position these people that watch the far plane as you saw them when you went um are all dressed in these white robes with um, gold trimmings and they all carry um, these scales and in the scales they have these two candles or two magical flames depends on who it is um, that are said to weigh the sins and good deeds of those who passed to see if they are worthy of being um, passed on to a greater existence or if they are bound to be rebirthed through the life stream for a second chance. Um, these people, even though the greater overall religion is not practiced here, more so focused on the Aeons, um, the worship of the Twelve is a rarity here, but you know that these priests are usually supposed to be taking on the role of the god Naldthal.
1: How you spell
0: N A L D apostrophe T H A L. Nalthal is actually two beings, fused as one sometimes, but always known as keepers of the dead. Uh, as I said, they weigh the souls of the dead to see if those souls are worthy of moving on to a greater afterlife or being rebirthed through the life stream in an attempt to become worthy. Of moving on. So, that is what you remember of that. Back at the hut. Ellie. Oh, Lord.
1: (laughs) And then Marquise found out who the killer was because of a fingernail found on the body.
0: Amazing. This woman, Severus Snape style, rolls up her sleeves, pushes your head back into the book that you have been reading for the better part of this morning. I
1: just... This this person that I'm reading about, he reminded me of that case, so I wanted to share the story with you.
0: How does the great hero Cecil have anything to do with a detective? Because
1: Marquise is a great hero! His seventh book will be a bestseller.
0: I don't care.
1: I'll get you an autographed copy. <sighs> Cecil's cool, too. He did really like that one chick, didn't he? It's, it's really too bad they're all dead now.
0: Death happens to us all.
1: Yeah, and sometimes they come back alive again. <laughs> Flips, page.
0: They really shouldn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I won't... I... okay... um...
0: Do you know why you're studying these heroes of old?
1: Yeah, you told me so that I don't summon a bad one.
0: It's not... not summoning a bad one. It is... the more you know about these individuals, The greater chance you have of being able to control them.
1: That does make sense.
0: You have to understand that the visions that we summon, they use the Pyreflies as a vessel to resume the time of their greatest ability. Mm -hmm. Whatever age they were during that. That makes sense. And some are very powerful.
1: Yes, I've noticed that.
0: And also not helpful or destructive or evil. Yes. And you don't want that destruction to come to you, or your friends, yes, or the very world.
1: Yes, I would like to keep all of my friends alive. And the world, too, I suppose.
0: So you understand that the more knowledge you have of an area, and the heroes, and not only heroes, but the villains of the area, cause you to be able to control them even Can more so. And control
1: villains, too?
0: Step outside.
1: Okay. I grab my bread.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you step outside. This woman who you have not even asked her name, you've just been taking orders blindly from... She's
1: been mean to me, I don't want to ask her her name. (laughs) Uh,
0: The tonberry follows her out to uh, the field um, that is behind her home now. There is a clearing in this grove, but it's dense enough where it seems like it's really hard to see through Mm that. And she kind of seems like she's sensing all around, and she says... There and you see as she starts to gesture and uh, chant, like she's about to summon. Uh, and you now see that her Tonberry begins to change and take form in the flash of a red light. There is this very tall figure in front of you, um, dressed in a red cloak with blue spots. His face itself, um almost demonic red. Um Oh I don't read about him yet. The cloak that seems to be billing about him is no cloak at all, but is these flames that lick at the ground and start anything that it touches on fire.
1: Grab poppy and put her in front of my face
0: and she says, Do not look away.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is the fiend known as Rubicant, the fiend of fire. His destructive fire nearly caused the downfall of the city of Baron and those cities around him.
1: Oh, we've been to Baron.
0: Now, looking at Rubicant, do you think he was a good individual? His no. demonic form, like, bears its fangs at you. His uh, white eyes show through the flames. Like you jump
1: back a little, and Poppy hisses. <laughs> no, he's mean.
0: And he, she just kind of, like, nods, like, yeah, she's not wrong. <laughs> um, and she says, while he was more honorable than the other fiends, he is the very being of fire, of its struckness of fire. He's on fire. <laughs> if I were to allow him, and she seems to take a more relaxed stance, and you see this tiny thread of aether begin to... Catch fire between her and him. And it kind of, like, begins to erupt in fire as it goes along. And travels towards her.
1: Oh, that's not
0: good. And she holds up a hand and stops Oh, She says, they will not hesitate. Possess you. This is but a go-between form that he can use to use his powers. But only with my eighth. Now, imagine if he was able to take corporeal form. It would be bad because this is what he's capable of and she points to this tree in the distance and you see as rubicant like opens the palms of his hands and these giant gouts of fire erupt and from a small point on the tree you see this burning ember and all of a sudden it goes and this sphere of fire erupts around the tree and there is nothing left but ash
1: That was really cool
0: it's not cool.
1: That was really bad.
0: <laughs> but they can serve your purpose. You only need to gather information and know more about them and okay. train. I want to do that. Let's try.
1: Well, right now?
0: You already know information about Cecil. Cess-
1: Cecil seems like a nice guy.
0: He is very nice.
1: My friend has his armor. That very cool you said. Oh.
0: Why don't we <clears throat> go ahead and attempt to reach out? Okay. Do not summon him. You are contacting him first. Okay.
1: Uh, Poppy down, and tap her on the head. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just I do what she did, and I close my eyes, and I'm thinking, Seth, are you hello?"
0: <laughs> you feel a presence, but you open your eyes, and you are no longer in this grove in the forest. You are standing in what looks to be just an endless expanse of foot high crystal clear water but it is this twilight area there are stars above floating galaxies around looks like a clear night sky and it's reflective in the pool of water beneath you and you hear the footfalls someone approaching you splash of water of steady steps and you see a man in brilliant white armor with blue trimmings and stark white hair approach you before. So just kind of smiles and nods his head.
1: In a vision. It's not not like this. I think this is a vision to...
0: He just kind of smiles. I
1: told her to tell
0: ton. Hi. He bows.
1: If I ever need your help to not die, could you help me?
0: He... Go ahead and make me a, a persuasion check.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, Lord. Am I persuasive? No. I mean, kind of. I'm cute. Oh, my God. I got a natural 20. 23. 23.
0: Gosh, you guys' dice
1: are hot. 23.
0: Uh... He kneels down into the water, but what's your passive perception?
1: 17.
0: Not bad.
1: She's very perceptive. She's just nervous.
0: <laughs> you see the ripple of water flow out from him towards yourself. Um, He's almost glowing in this twilight area. Mm-hmm. You look down at the ripple, and you see a reflection in this clear water of yourself, and you get a little vertigo almost as... Like, all of a sudden it feels like you're falling towards that reflection off to the side.
1: Am I up or am I down? Oh no.
0: Suddenly you look up and you see that Cecil has a reflection in this water. But it's not the reflection that you see. It's this figure dressed in the dark armor that, you know, Asher is wearing currently. Mm -hmm. But he is in the same stance, in the same form as Cecil.
1: Heavy armor. It's very helpful.
0: There's this kind of dark aura that is coming off of that particular assassin. I don't think
1: I got this far. Why is part of you dark?
0: You finally hear a voice in your head that says, "As with all beings, there cannot be light without darkness. There cannot be darkness without light." That makes sense. Which side of you comes through is up to you.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Well. As long as both of you help and are nice and don't possess me, then whatever is most helpful in the situation would be sufficient.
0: Um, both of them are, are like kneeling towards you, but like you can't help but feel that vertigo as it almost seems like you're feeling like you're seeing both Cecil's kneeling before you or you're viewing both of them at the same time. It's very weird mm-hmm. here, but you feel this both warm and cold Attachment seek you out, and you hear the voice of the woman say, Now, bring him here.
1: Okay, I'll reach out and grab him. I'll touch him, I'll tap him, I'll pat him on the head. I,
0: I'll reach out and
1: tap, pat him on the head.
0: As you make contact with him, why don't you roll me a uh, d20? Okay. Or percentile, whatever you want. It really doesn't okay. matter what dice. Uh, we'll, we'll say percentile. Uh, okay. Uh,
1: yeah. see which one I get. Oh, boy. Uh, seven... Nope, 17.
0: 17. So, you open your eyes now, and you're back in that grove, and now before you, you see the image of Poppy glow uh, bright, and then suddenly, as the brightness is almost at its apex, it turns to this dark, black energy, and it fades back down, and you see the ghostly form of the Dark Knight Cecil kneeling before you.
1: Oh, Cecil. There were two options. I just look at her, like, apologetically. <laughs> there were two options, but they both seemed nice.
0: It's very telling.
1: Wait, right. Well, he said he'd help me and not possess me.
0: Sure. This is a very good first step.
1: Oh. We did a step. Pop, pop, pop. pop. we hear here, popping. I should look at Cecil. <laughs> Can you make a treat?
0: There's not really a voice or a reaction. She says, he's your summon. He listens to you. He is not a person we anymore. I. Do it? It's because you're letting them.
3: Oh
1: dear.
0: You're not commanding them. You've let them draw upon your ether up to this point. Oh,
1: okay. Well I don't know what he does. Wait, where's my book? Okay. He's got a sword. Probably stand.
0: You get all of his stats and all of his (coughs) abilities, which I will give you. Um but she says to send him away and now
1: I don't know how to spell Cecil.
0: C-E-C-I-L. Um But she says, send him away. Okay, thank you, goodbye. And he kneels back down and there's like this almost dark flame that kind of engulfs him. Simmers back down and Poppy is left standing there.
5: Is that weird for you?
0: Oh, okay. (laughs)
1: It's kind of weird for me.
0: Now she says, let's try doing what you did before. When you don't know.
1: Oh, um, well usually I only do it when I'm under severe distress.
0: Don't worry, I am here.
1: Okay, um... I don't know who's there, but I need you to come help me, please. Thank you.
0: Go ahead and roll me percentage.
5: We'll <laughs> oh, laugh if it's if it's special again. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I was just here. What do you need? What do you want?
0: I. Why'd you send me away?
1: Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, I got an what is an eight an A- eight hundred eighty.
0: That's eighty. 80. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I got an 8,008?
0: Is that, that, that is windy <laughs> um, Go ahead and roll me a d10. Oh, God. Okay, d10.
1: Which one's a d10? The one I just rolled, dummy. <laughs> a 10.
0: A 10? Okay. Uh, okay, so Poppy again begins to grow glow in this uh, bright light and... You see now that that light fades again and there is this woman standing before you now in a long dark dress very deep V in the front very high neck through the back and this um this golden almost like crown behind her you look and you see that fingers are long and sharp oh hello and she has, like, this really tight bun, and there's these veins that go to her eyes. She has this kind of stare at you like you are lesser than she is. But well,
1: you're really pretty in a weird... Yeah. Who are you?
0: She holds up her hands. No, don't do that. And you feel your body begin to
1: oh, slow down. Oh, no, you stop down. it. Help! <laughs>
0: these icicles begin to form above her, oh. and they are pointed at you.
1: Well, if you kill me, you go away.
0: The woman behind you, you see her lash out a tether and drain that energy away. Oh. And suddenly the figure dissipates. Who's there? Not anybody good.
1: Oh, yeah, I got that said.
0: See, and that's what can happen if you blindly reach out to these, these visions. Okay, well, I won't do that again. Does it again. <laughs> 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 we have much to study. And that is where we will end this episode. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, every Wednesday for uh, the previous Friday's podcast, anywhere where you get your podcasts, make sure to follow us at Campaigns of the Plains. And on YouTube every Friday, you're going to see our new episode. So make sure to follow, like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, and we will see you next Friday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh.
4: Thank you for tuning in to the Campaigns of the Plains channel. Catch new material every Friday on YouTube and make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook.